Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Shire Salvos podcast. It's Jack and Claire Clifton uh, here with you again to talk you through the latest going ons of uh, things that are happening at church at both our Menai and Miranda locations. A very good evening uh, to you, Claire. How are you doing? I am fantastic. <laughs> Glad to be hosting the podcast with you again, Jack. Well, we've got uh, lots of uh, information to get through. There's lots of different things happening in the life of the church that we're going to wrap through and wrap up in our new section of the Shire Salvos podcast. We're also going to be uh, playing you the sermon from Sunday morning with Kim speaking to us from the book of Luke. But first, we're going to jump in and take a uh, quick look at things that are happening around the church. So we kick it off by uh, jumping into our news section and taking a look at uh, what is uh, happening at church. Uh, we've, uh, the first thing that we're going to take a look at is our Christmas services. Now, it's only, uh, well, less than three weeks away now, Christmas. We're, so uh, exciting. Yeah, very, very yeah. exciting. We've uh, got a, a special Christmas Eve service um, that we don't normally have um, up at uh, Menai Salvas or Shire Salvas. So that's happening at 6 p.m. on the 24th of December. And then we also have a Christmas Day service at 9.30 a.m., uh, which which is uh, the same as our regular Sunday service. That's located at 11 Pilliger Place at Bangor. Um, you can contact the church office if you want to find out more information about that. Uh, their number is 95429500. You can also register um, online via uh, shiresalvos.org.au. So very, very excited to have uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day services at Shire Salvos, Claire. Yeah, and make sure you bring along your family and friends to that. It's a great opportunity to invite them along. Uh, a couple of other events that are happening over the next couple of weeks. We've got a day on the water, which is Saturday the 11th of December. So we're meeting at George's River National Park. Bring your own picnic lunch. And we're meeting from 9am to 3pm. So we'd love to see you there. Again, feel free to bring your family and friends. It's going to be a great day together. Um, as we do each and every month, we've got the next encounter, which is our prayer and praise night. That's taking place on Monday, the 13th of December at 7 p.m. And so, yeah, really encourage you to come along to that too. That's um, held at the hall at Menai, um, yeah, every month. So Monday, the 13th is the last one for the year. Uh, if you're at church on Sunday, you would have seen that there was a, a little bit of a different vibe um, in, uh, in the foyer region of church. There was some bacon egg rolls, there was some coffees, and that's all um, uh, being done by uh, the youth service, uh, 180 Youth at, uh, at Menai um, and, and at Shire Salvos. Uh, they're looking to, uh, to fundraise to assist with the cost of camps in 2022. So make sure that you uh, bring along your, your loose change and uh, grab a bacon and egg roll, a coffee, or uh, even both, uh, $5 for <laughs> bacon and egg rolls and $3 for coffee. Uh, that's going to be happening um, each and every uh, Sunday as we uh, we lead up to, to Christmas. So let's try and dig deep and help out the uh, the 180 youth. Yeah, absolutely. And I should say that I love my coffee and that was actually very, very good coffee. So well done to the baristas on the weekend. Um, and I think it was white, uh, white horse coffee that we're using. So yes, <laughs> definitely want to bring a couple of dollars with you this Sunday. It's going to be good. Yeah, fantastic. That uh, wraps up all of our news section here in the Shire Salvos podcast. We're going to uh, jump in and listen to Kim Briggs. She brought the message to us on Sunday morning, uh, talking from Luke. There's lots of distractions in the month of uh, December. And um, yeah, especially as, as things heat up, we're thinking about Christmas lunch and um, who we're, who we're going to be seating next to who. 
poo at uh, on Christmas Day and all of the other things uh, that, that come around uh, the month of December. And sometimes our focus can waft a little bit and, and waft away uh, from Jizz. So Kim uh, is uh, talking to us about maybe just realigning where our focus in is making sure that focus uh, is on Jizz. So here is Kim's talk from Sunday morning's church service. actually three Kims in the house. There's Stu's Kim, there's Andrew's Kim and there's Blake's Kim. And um, all uniquely different. There was some confusion this morning about who was reading what and anyway it was interesting in the uh, when we were praying for this morning. So um, how good is it to be out of lockdown? I know it's old news now (laughs) but um, for some it was a really nice break but then for others it was it came with like huge challenges and um, I know that for me if I'm honest launching back into reality was a little bit of a challenge which is bizarre since I am extreme extrovert but there was just something that felt a little overwhelming and then now straight back into Christmas and it is full-on as Andrew said for the salvos and Tristan will remember that when he did work for the Salvos. <laughs> good, good move, Tristan. <laughs> um, does anyone remember the Olympics and the timing of the Olympics? How great was it? Like the Tokyo Olympics that basically was on in the start of lockdown, which was an awesome distraction for each of us that were locked in at home watching that. And um, it's almost like... The Olympic, um, you know, the Olympic people that organised that sort of, you know, coordinated that very well, that they got lots of us sitting and watching it for hours and hours and hours. But I always feel so proud to see the Australian athletes uh, participate and win medals after all of their hard work. And even for those that didn't win gold or silver or bronze, um, what a privilege to represent your country. And um, now these Olympians did not just decide, you know, one, one year I'm going to be an Olympian and then I, they write their application and then there they were the next year. These, uh, these athletes prepared so that they could be there. They took a journey of preparation, training week after week, year after year and it's a tough and disciplined journey. And they devote their life to their sport. And the greatest athletes never make excuses. They have ups and downs, but they push through even when they're hurting and it's uncomfortable. And making it requires a lot of preparation. And I've never heard an Olympian who has won a gold medal be interviewed after swimming and Basically, they say, uh, you know, what's, you know how, how did you get to where you are? And they say, yeah, I'm just lucky. I, you know, I wake up when I feel like it, have a bit of a sleep in, then I have a big, big breakfast. And uh, then when I feel like it, I go down, do a few laps, and that's how I got to where I am today. So really, an Olympian pushes through and remains disciplined and devotes their life to the preparation. They remove all distractions from their life. They're honest about their times and it takes investment. 
no matter what mood they're in, they know that preparation is the most important thing to their success as an athlete. In our Bible reading that Kim read so beautifully, it said that John the Baptist was the one who introduced and prepared the way for Jesus. He got people to focus on what was to come. And famously, his message was, prepare the way of the Lord. And because God knows that humans get distracted, this is why he sent John to make a fuss and get us to fix our attention prior to Jesus coming and doing his ministry. Now, this series is called Jesus Makes All the Difference, and many of you know that he does because of the freedom and hope that you have found when you decided to become a Christian and accept Jesus into your life. But the Christian journey, just like an athlete, takes preparation and we need to make way for him. And so how do we prepare and make way for Jesus? What preparation is needed in our lives for Jesus to really make a difference? Now, one way is to remove distractions. Someone once said that people living in the 21st century suffer from being permanently distracted. Who is noticing that? Carrying a phone in our pocket that is millions of, time, millions of times more powerful than the computers that assisted man getting to the moon. Distractions can look different for each of us. Some of us are distracted by the world news available immediately in the relentless updates. Now, don't get me wrong, it is important to know what is happening in the world, pray and do what we can, but we also need to look at our own world and give attention to areas where we can make a difference. So what things in our life are helpful and what is actually a distraction? And we might be distracted by different things, living a life of comparison, what's happening on Facebook or even life's worries can be a distraction. And then there can be the obvious mindless distractions like social media and playing a game on your phone or just it would be different from, for each of us. And trust me, I have my own distractions. Just ask Stuart. I wonder why we distract ourselves. Are we afraid of being bored? Are we giving space to allow God to get our attention? What is it in your life that distracts you? We can be so distracted that we never really ever think about faith and God beyond being here on Sundays until life starts to crumble and when we stop and wonder, what is this life all about? It's funny because Stuart and I are both reading books at the moment about distraction and um, I'm listening to a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry and it's about a life of hurrying and filling our life with busyness and being so distracted that the most important things don't get our attention. Stuart's reading a book called Limitless and Unlocking Your Exceptional Life and one part um, that says that although we are privileged to live in a world with access to so much instant information, actually it says we consume as much data in one day 
as a person, the average person from the 1400s would have absorbed in an entire lifetime. No wonder we're so tired. Yet we have technology overload and are suffering with more forgetfulness, default thinking and even digital dementia. Taking in so much information yet not really using our mind muscle. So for Stu, he's trying to get his screen time down and focus on more important things so that he has more headspace and less distraction until I distract him. (laughs) As humans, we are prone to distractions that steal our time. Are we too distracted to hear what God is trying to draw our attention to? And in Luke 3, it says that the word of God came to John. He knew clearly what God was saying to him so he could live out his life's purpose and share the hope of Jesus. Another way we can prepare the way to allow Jesus to make all the difference is by being honest. Life is complex and life is busy. And there are times I find myself doing a bit of a life audit and having to be honest with myself. How is my attitude? Where am I spending my time? And how focused or distracted am I? This is different every day. How are my relationships, my lifestyle and my healthy habits going? If I'm wanting to make way for God to work in my life, I need to be honest with myself. And sometimes that stings. It's much easier to make excuses for the negative behaviours in my life. And if I'm wanting to allow God to have a way in me, then I need to be honest with myself first. Now, because Joel and I work closely together here at Menai, where is Joel? He's up the back. Um, I often wonder if I'm driving him crazy. And um, I think he's Gen Y, I'm Gen X, so there's a generation gap. I'm female and he's male and we're definitely different there. And we definitely are different and my brain is a little all over the place sometimes, as a lot of you will know, and then Joel is much more focused. So recently I said, hey Joel, because we catch up every week, and I said, Joel, I want you to be honest. What are the things that drive you crazy about me? (laughs) And he paused and he said, um... Um, And I'm sure he was thinking, which ones will I tell her? (laughs) And he said, oh, nothing right now, but um, I'll think about it and I'll I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. And I'm still waiting for that honest reply. He's just waiting to be bold, I think. (laughs) But I'd rather be honest and have a healthy relationship working relationship because I know that I'm not even close to perfect. None of us are. And I was asking him to be honest with me and I only asked the question because I wanted to be honest with myself and was open to hearing the truth. Although as time goes by, I think, oh, he's probably going to have a longer list now. (laughs) But in Luke 3, verse 3, John went all through the country preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. 
Do you need to be honest with yourself? Do a bit of life audit and ask God, what areas do I need to repent of and change to make way for Jesus to bring grace, hope and peace over my life? The third thing is preparing for Jesus takes investment. You know, it really is great coming to church and being part of a church family. And in this room, there are most of us are churchgoers, or as my friend calls us, churchies. And um, I'm not ashamed of that term, but as you know, it's so much more than that. People often look to the church for hope, and it really is our job to point them to the one who brings hope. And although you don't need to go to church to be a Christian, being part of a healthy church community sure does spur you on and encourage you in your journey. But this takes investment. And for those of you that feel a sense of belonging in this place, you will know that it's a two-way thing. It's not about sitting back and waiting for people to invest in you. It's about investing each other and those around you and also being invested in. And of course, there's seasons where it feels like you are doing a lot more investing in others. But if we are all doing some investing, then everyone will be invested in. The same is about our relationship with God. The times that I have felt unfulfilled and lack faith and purpose and there really wasn't much fruit in my life, were the times that I was not spending much time investing in my relationship with God. When Stuart and I are getting antsy at each other, happens from time to time, it's been 25 years now, and maybe we'll be going through a rough patch, we often come to a place where we realise we're not investing in each other, not spending time together, not communicating well, and having just fly-by conversations on the run. And that's much like our relationship with God. When we make way for Jesus, it says in John 3, 6, that all people will see God's salvation. God loves us and wants us to spend time with us. He wants to spend time with us. He wants us to truly know him. And that's hard if we aren't willing to spend time investing in that relationship. In what areas do you need to spend time investing in? Way before John prepared the way for Jesus, back in the Old Testament, in Malachi 3, 1 to 4, this is what it says. I will send my messenger who will prepare the way for me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire or a launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purify purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings in righteousness and the offering, offerings in Judah and Jerusalem will be acceptable to the Lord in the days gone by in former years. Now the term launderer's soap is a soap like a bleach 
and it cleansing everything and making it free from impurities. Every stain of sin washed away, and that's what Jesus can do if we prepare the way and allow him to do that. And then a refiner's fire is when metal from its unrefined state is placed into a fire to heat metal to a molten state. Then the dross, which is all the impurities, floats to the top and is skimmed off. The whole time that metal, could be gold or silver, is of great value. But when it is placed in that refiner's fire, then it has great purpose. In the same way that when we allow Jesus into our life, gives us purpose and hope. Isn't that great news? I've been a Christian for about 44 years and I continually need to prepare the way for Jesus to do a work in my life. Otherwise, I start to lose hope. No one is exempt from losing focus and losing their way. When I don't make way for Jesus to do a work in me, I start to get negative, I get a bad attitude, and I start to wonder, what is this all about? Doing the occasional life audit and removing distractions, being honest with yourself and investing in your relationship with God is how we make way for Jesus to refine our lives and give purpose and hope. I wonder if today, if the Holy Spirit is prompting you to make way for Jesus. He wants to make a difference in your life and he wants to refine each of us. As the music plays, I invite you to close your eyes to remove all distractions and ask God what it is you need to do to prepare the way for him. If you'd like to become a Christian and make way for Jesus to make a difference in your life, there's a prayer that's on a card down here in the front and um, if you'd like, you can come and grab it and then I'll sit down the front. I'm happy to sit and pray it with you or grab Joel or someone you're comfortable with. And then we've got these wooden benches here that um, if you've been here for a long time, you'd know that it's a place of prayer, call it a mercy seat and in the Salvation Army. And it's somewhere you can come and you can kneel and pray and it doesn't mean that, you know, you're off doing something terrible and we're going to judge you. If you just want to kneel and pray and just ask God, what is it today you want of me? Then I invite you to come and just pray. And if you want someone to pray with you, we'll come up and we'll offer that. But I encourage you to come and make way for him in your life so that he can make a difference. I invite you now to come as the music plays.
A huge thanks to uh, Kim for bringing us the word great mm. to uh, hear her uh, leading the service and, and leading us in uh, a very uh, poignant message um, that was certainly important uh, for us to hear as uh, we uh, continue our role uh, into December. That wraps up all of the uh, the news and the sermon and everything else that comes with the Shire Salvos podcast for this week. Um, always exciting to uh, to be uh, delving into uh, to church life and, and telling you telling you guys about what's uh, what's happening. So Claire, thank you uh, so much for for giving up your time and and uh, sitting here with me and chatting about about church and looking forward to those those Christmas Eve and that those Christmas Day services that are coming in less than three weeks now. Yeah, that's right. It's coming up soon and it was really great to be together as a church community for the first Sunday of Advent. So we're looking forward to continuing that Advent um, series over the next couple of weeks. Well, the Shire Salvos podcast is released each and every week, a little bit later this week, but normally is that dropping by Sunday night or Monday morning. So a big thanks to everyone that tunes in and supports the podcast. Really appreciate you guys uh, listening uh, to this little podcast. We'll be back uh, next week with another episode, keeping you updated on the life of the church and uh, playing uh, the sermon from this Sunday's uh, congregation service. But until then, uh, Jack Clifton and Claire Clifton signing off. God bless, stay safe, look after one another, and we'll talk to you next week. Catch you later. Thank you.